Hello and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, sometimes even self-care. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator. And you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics. I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist. You can find me on Instagram at Charleston Glam. Today's topic is super goop. Kelsey, I messed up my intro last week, so I totally feel you on that. (laughs) And then I was like, nothing bad happened to me. It's okay. It's okay to mess up. It is, totally. Okay, I think you wanted to talk about something kind of important first. Right. So the first thing I want to talk about today before we get into anything is I want to talk about the brand Crave Beauty and what's going on with Korean sunscreens. So it was revealed late last year that a lot of Korean sunscreens' actual sun protection was not matching the claims. The most notable of this one was the brand Purito um, and their SPF, which I actually have used before and didn't like, so I don't tend to recommend this one. Um, a I lo- appreciate you saying that, by the way, because if you get on Amazon, the reviews are out of control, yes. like so positive fake, like almost too many reviews. Mm-hmm. So I've always wondered. And then now I know. Yeah. Um, a lot of Korean brands um, did further testing of their sunscreens and found this to be a common problem. Crave Beauty has their Beat Shield, which is an SPF made in Korea. Um, And this is actually a product that I do recommend and um, actually have my husband using. Um, So they decided to do some testing using a third-party lab, which showed the original results of an SPF of 50 was not correct. They didn't divulge the actual number, but they did say it just performed below their standards. Um, So they have pulled the product indefinitely, and they're offering a refund on their website. So so ethical. It's so ethical because no one asked them to do this. They just decided to do it themselves. Um, So what this means is it's really sad news, actually, because Korean SPFs were fantastic formulas. Um, in, in, uh, um, in an effort to be honest and ethical as well, I removed all Korean SPFs from the Beauty Guys Instagram shopping page as well as on my own. There's still a ton of SPFs on there. Um, And in fact, the brand we're discussing today is all about sunscreen. So hopefully you can find an option in this one. Oh, so what does this mean for Misha, though? I don't know. I don't know. And you kind of have to, I think right now, if you are using a Korean sunscreen, I would not rely on that for your only sunscreen. How about that? Okay. And I'm going to make a point about that later too with Misha. We have something to mix it with. So Mm -hmm. that's good as Mm -hmm. well. But that's also important information to know because I was having a field day today about how great Misha is. Mm -hmm. And I definitely want to make sure that people know that maybe just mix it or have another base instead of that because it really is still such a beautiful formula on your skin. I mean, I would use Misha. I use Misha not for the SPF. I use it because I like the way it makes my skin look. Um, And I like the skincare. It's foundation for me. Right. And I like the Mm -hmm. skincare ingredients in it. Um, To me, SPF in makeup is just like a bonus. I don't, I agree. I don't rely on it as my sole SPF. And, um, the same thing for sunscreen in moisturizers. I actually just look at them as a bonus for me. I use just SPF as my SPF. Um, because anytime your SPF is mixed with something like makeup or moisturizer, it's actually diluted and you're Mm -hmm. not going to use enough of that product to get the actual sun protection that you would need. So I just look at it as little bonuses, little sprinkles of bonus SPF. Heck yeah. What are you watching right now? Um, so, oh 
God, I got traumatized. I just finished the show <laughs> called Them on Amazon. Oh, it looks so good. It's okay. So um, the internet hates it um, because I looked on – so I'm not on Facebook, but I am on Twitter. Um should I I wonder if I should plug myself no don't follow me on Twitter I don't ever post anything I just (laughs) I just look at other people's Twitters but I went on Twitter because I wanted to see what people were saying about it um and it a lot of people hate it they call it racism porn um because it is entertainment off of racism which um we're kind of seeing that trend in media right now starting with um Oh, Get Out, the movie Get Out and yes. Antebellum. Um, and so this is kind of along that same lines. A It's 1950s. A black family moves to um, L.A. in a white neighborhood. And so there's two things going on. There's A, the racist white people. And then B, mm-hmm. the house is like kind of spooky and haunted. Um, and you can't. Um, it's sort of a mystery until the very end. Um, it looks like this show is going to be really similar to American Horror Story, where each season is its own story. Oh. Yeah. So, but I'll tell you, it was intense. And I'm, um, I want to give a, a trigger warning um, because there is um, a, an infant is killed. Um, yeah. Which was hard. You know, and I'm not, I'm not a mom. Um, and yeah. that was hard. That was hard. Um, and yeah. so on top of, um, I hate saying like typical racist stuff that you would expect. Um, mm-hmm. there also is the murder of a child. So, and oh, uh, no. that, yeah, that, that's rough. So, um, it was, it, it was a rough show to watch, but I, I had to finish it. I was texting my sister-in-law the whole time and we'd be like, oh my God, this is just like, like I would have to take breaks and watch, um, when I would take breaks, I would watch Shameless. Um, I was just about to say, what did you do yeah, for your filler in right. between that? But Shameless is Shameless makes me depressed. Oh, I They're like, like Shameless. Never up on their luck. Oh, I like, but I like because the, they always rally together as a family. Like, yeah, you know, it's like they're, you know, shit sucks for them, but they always rally together as a family. So I finished them and now I've been like full on shameless. And actually I'm having a, cause I watched it in college, but I haven't watched it since then. So like I'm on season like four and there's so many more seasons since then. So it's been fun to watch. Yeah. It just gives me anxiety because there's just like <laughs> drama. Yeah. And I grew it's up a with a really chaotic family. So right. a lot of those scenarios like remind me of that. And I'm just right. like, no, I like to live with my head in the clouds now. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch RuPaul Drag Race. Right. Just, that's like that's, that's what I do for fun now. Um, what have you been watching? So I've actually been watching Freaks and Geeks. Awesome. Have you ever watched this? Oh my god, the best, the best, oh, the best. Why don't more people know about this? It is like it's not like an old old show. It was out in the nineties, but mm-hmm. it was like one of Judd Apatow's um, first works. Right. Franco is in it, mm-hmm. Seth Rogen. I love what a bitch Fizzy Phillips is because mm-hmm. she's like known in Hollywood as being like everyone's friend. Yeah. So it's really cool to see her as like the mean girl in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also watched Netflix's uh, newest true crime documentary called Why Did You Kill Me? Mm-hmm. I saw that. Tell me about that. So it was about a family, um, a family member named Crystal was shot by a gang called the 5150. And the family used MySpace to catch the specific wow. person that shot her. Okay, MySpace sleuths. It's kind of funny in the beginning because um, this doesn't really give anything away, but the the mom was like, why would I call the cops to help with Crystal shooting? Like, they're not going to help me. And they're one of those, like, backwoods families that, like, everyone's in trouble for something. So it was like, we're going to figure this shit out on our own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Appalachia yeah. style. And the cops helped too. So it was, you know, everybody working together, but this mom is just outrageous the the <laughs> thing she comes up with to do she's she's wild where um where does it take place 
Uh, oh, that's a good question. Oh, okay. I really can't tell you. Oh, it was okay. a Hispanic gang that shot her, um, but I really don't know where in the U.S. it was it happened. And oh, that's sad. Do you remember in middle school when um, gang fear was a real thing? Dude, such a real thing. I, <laughs> I try to explain this to my students because they're all like, the 90s was awesome. I was like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. We were all terrified of gangs. And uh, the school and- – the DC sniper that yeah. we actually like that affected us like personally. Oh yeah, it's- no, I have trauma from that because that's when I was walking to and from school. Um, Did you walk zigzag walk? I just probably I blacked it all out. I probably ran home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, because specifically Marley Station Mall, like my mom would tell me, okay, someone's going to make a gang sign at you. And if you make the wrong sign back, they kill you. And I was like, oh my God, gangs. Okay. Like be alert. And I, she probably learned it on Oprah or something too. But yeah, yeah. But she's not completely wrong. Like I hate to be a buzzkill, but that actually happened to my mom's like friend's son and, and in, at Marley Station Mall. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, like, God. yeah, like, like we wouldn't have been involved in the gangs, you know, but like, no. yeah, that shit did go down. And yeah, and it was weird, too, because like, I also remember in high school that <laughs> where Kelsey and I went to high school, it's a very like cushy lifestyle, mm-hmm. like people are fine there and like kids are bored and want to be kind of gangsters. So we like had a few <laughs> gangs going around. <laughs> have to laugh about it because yeah but yeah like gang life in 90s culture was so real and like with the music we were listening to with like Tupac and Biggie and like that whole like situation like who were murdered by gang members exactly it was all yeah thug life (laughs) we we grew up in the thug life let me tell you (laughs) oh that's funny um so right about that 90s culture was all about just gangs gangs were a real threat in the 90s gangs and bomb threats man that's the Uh, 90s for you it was and then in the 70s it was like all the kids were being like taken and stuff every every era has their thing what happened in the 80s um it was satanic panic yes Yes. satanic panic yeah oh yeah and then the 2000s is just like a shit show or the 20s yeah i guess school shootings yeah, yeah, that was really bad. School shootings. Yeah, that's where we are now. Okay. Well, anyways, what are you using in your beauty routine? So I tried out the Fenty Blurring Tint. Mm-hmm. And I have some additional feedback to contribute to the conversation. Because last time when I talked to you about this, you didn't seem super ecstatic uh-huh. about the routine. I can totally understand why. Like, why. So, like, I still want to play with it a bit more. But before I give the final verdict, my first time trying, I didn't use any skin prep. My skin was just in a normal state. Um, I like the Fenty products because they have a slight grip to them and it is a bit of a learning curve. Um, this grip makes it great for a full coverage base or layering products. So I felt like their formula was a bit of a miss for a blurring tint. Um, spreading the product made me feel like it looked a bit more pixelated or patchy. Um, I purchased shade number three. It was a decent color match, but I want to try it by doing a bit of skin prep. And then I want to try it again with um, skin prep and then adding powder makeup or contouring on top. And I almost feel like you see an influencer pushing these products. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like the more I see like influencers push a product, the more I feel like we should stay away from it. And Mm -hmm. that's not like throwing shade or anything, but like the Kat Von D bomb, like Mm -hmm. going like I feel like Rihanna, uh, the Fenty like 
the other products she has, like she doesn't really push the marketing on that. But like, this, would you agree that the blurring tint, like that was pushed really hard? Oh, yeah. I mean, I had no interest in it. And then I saw a lot of people talking about it. And then I was like, I've been kind of and then I read it was humidity resistant. So um, but I don't think I would have given it a second glance if there hadn't been so much marketing. But I want to say the name because you and I always call it by like different names. So the official name is the Ease Drop Blurring Skin Tint. Yes. Yes. And it's interesting because I got shade too. Um, uh-huh. So I'm surprised you, you got shade. I'm what? You're a bit lighter than me mm. and I'm neutral on top of it. Mm. So that that's the only thing that changes their colors up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have to go for the neutral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to tell you, I listened to a YouTuber named Kate the Great and she is 40-ish. She's in Brooklyn. And actually, Lauren, I think you would really like her energy because she is an actor singer. Um, she used to work on cruise ships as their like performers, um, a trigger warning. She does tend to drink a glass of wine in her videos sometimes. Um, but she's not sloppy or like getting drunk in her videos. She just happens to have a glass of wine. And I think for her, it's like sitting down to film with a glass of wine and it's more of like a decompress moment for her. Um, seeing people drink doesn't really tempt me, but I know it can for a lot of people. Um, but she's usually just casually sipping on some like white wine. Um, But anyways, she talked about how she's going to be using this in the summer because she uses the subway in New York City. And I was like, light bulb moment. That's it. That's what this is for. This is for like if you're going somewhere and you need to look presentable, but you know anything else is going to melt off of you. Yes. 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 And so um, and then here in South Florida, I mean, it's the other day it was 90 degrees. So it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. it's summer now. Um, So um, I've been playing around with different combinations with this and I've been adding it to foundations that are traditionally too dewy. Um, Mm -hmm. So the first one being like Misha's. Um, and then I've also been mixing it with the flower beauty light illusion. And both of these, I haven't really been wearing because of the mask and um, just kind of not really wearing foundation at all. But now when I add this blur to it, it kind of cuts back the dewiness a little bit. Um, it makes it a little more wearable. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you and I have been talking off the yeah. podcast, like I'm doing more research on this and trying different things. And um, we'll totally give you the whole tea on it when we do a Fenty episode. Mm-hmm. But I have been using it with the Misha and I really like it with applying it with my fingers. Mm-hmm. And like you said, with like a dewier formula, just kind of like half and half. It's really lovely. I saw you had posted a video, but I was sitting in the doctor's office. So I didn't turn the sound on. Was that the skin tint? Um, I was actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say, if you saw the reel that I put up today on my account, Charleston Glam, um, I mixed the Misha and the skin tint with my bare hands. And that's what mm. I glopped on my face at first. But I I, I love it. Yeah, it And especially because really it's starting to get um, hot here in Charleston, too. And yeah. when you live in the South, I mean, it it is you really got to research your makeup and <laughs> the way her formula is and the way it grips on, it's really made for humidity and it's nice. Yeah. I think I'm really going to like it this summer. Um, especially with, um, maybe a future of not having to wear the mask all the time. Um, so then wanting to wear some makeup, but it just being a hundred degrees with a hundred percent humidity. Yes. Um, yes. so I want to tell you something really funny. So it was, um, it was time to give my dog a 
B-A-T-H. I can't say the word. (laughs) Um, And I do it in our guest bathroom, which is one of those stand-up showers because I can just like walk her into the shower and like shut us in there. Um, And whenever I buy a shampoo and I don't really like it, I just, I put it in there. So if a guest comes or whatever, you know, so there's a bunch of really, really nice shampoos in there. And then I just kind of use them on the dog. Um, So when I did it the other day, it was really funny because I realized I was using um, the Olaplex on my dog. <laughs> oh my gosh does your dog look fine she I, I mean she's very soft she's very soft now yeah that's awesome fun fact um Kelsey and I both have Catahoula dogs <laughs> yeah it's I always get excited when I meet anybody who even knows what a Catahoula is let alone actually has a Catahoula agreed um because that is not and or when you call them like a leopard hound people are like what are you talking about and I was like I don't know they like climb trees and stuff I don't know they're wild <laughs> animals they, yeah they both um scream yawn when they wake yeah. up too which is so cute I love it yeah I've never had a dog do that one before no yeah I know and it was funny when I texted you because I was like does your dog scream yawn in the morning and you were like yep every morning that's how we awesome. know she's awake. Um, any Anything new that you've been using? So I'm kind of in the phase of using what I have right now mm-hmm. before I make more purchases. Um, I do want to shout out the Cause RX Aqua Cooling Gel. Mm-hmm. I loved what you said last week about moving to a gel moisturizer in the summer months, and I am with you on that. So I like that it's so light when it hits your skin that it really penetrates and only lives in the thinnest layer on top of your skin. Mm-hmm. So it's so great for skin prep rather than a super thick, creamy moisturizer. Um, I don't think that this consistency gets marketed enough and you you don't see a ton of it outside of K-Beauty. Mm-hmm. It's really funny because I wanted to tell you, I've been using the Etude House sleeping mask as a daytime moisturizer because it, I mean, it's so hot. And this is that water gel type moisturizer. Um, and I realized if what it reminds me of finally is the Tatcha water gel, which is oh, an, yeah. another K-Beauty brand. So if you're looking for a dupe for the Tatcha water gel, you should check out the Etude House sleeping mask. Or no, they call it the the moist full collagen something I, hate that they use that I know <laughs> so much <laughs> I know but we should totally do an episode on um water gels and mm. just kind of like introduce everybody to what they are how they work and um some brands that we like at different price points because I think that that's what people really need to know about you know yeah. it's, it, especially that little tip we've been talking about me and Kelsey really think that it's the key to like moisturizing that under eye area mm. without having like a you know really thick moisturizer that like kind of messes with your makeup Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so the sephora is having their spring sale right now are you getting anything i am not my birthday is next month um so i'm trying to kind of just hold off on any sephora and ulta purchases um and i agree with what you said about just using what i've got you know and especially with the mask i'm really only doing makeup on like the top half of my face and Mm -hmm. to be honest the 15 percent off or 10 percent off or whatever it's like not even that good of a deal anyways Um, yeah I agree it's if you Sephora sometimes like just jokes with us like all the time like (laughs) even that point system they have and like the samples you get no yeah 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 and I I say like if you're gonna buy more of than one thing of a specific brand go to that brand's website because a lot of times they'll give you like 15% off anyways um and I use Rakuten which I mean not sponsored but they always have like coupons and discount codes and things like that anyways for you so I just I don't know I think 15% is kind of like a trick 
I agree. Yeah. I'm not going to buy anything. Yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anything in pop culture news? Okay. So Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin had a child and I'm just like, uh, what? <laughs> right? I was like, excuse me? I Yeah. I did. Okay. I didn't even realize they were a couple. No, first no off. one did. No one knew. Yeah. Like, except yeah. for them, I guess. And then let alone expecting a child. The child's name is Dakota. Dakota Song Culkin. Oh, that's actually a really beautiful name. <laughs> it's a lot, but it's the kind of yeah. name you can have when your parents are as rich as them. So I feel like, and I might be totally wrong about this, but the new Disney movie, Raya, I remember looking up the cast because I was like, I wonder if there's like actual Asian people in this movie or if they whitewashed it. And I feel like Brenda Song is in it. In oh, she new probably movie. is. She's still around. Yeah, she's still at London Tipton. She's still around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she is um She's and then so the other thing was the passing of dmx um so been listening to so much dmx these days um lauren Same. made the most hilarious <laughs> reel to the dmx song um please go check it out i don't want to spoil it but it, it's just so good so good it's good it's yeah. so good <laughs> um oh so lauren always likes to say to me like i feel like you speak my language and i feel like you understand me and and i wanted to tell you about why this is um, so I recently read a book called Word Slut, A Feminist Guide to Taking Back the English Language by Amanda Montel, um, which you can get on Amazon. And it's it kind of looks at the evolution of speech and gender. And um, Lauren, I know you're going to agree with this because I do, too, is like, do you ever feel like you're just one of those girls that just gets along better with guys? Yeah. Yes. Right. And like, mm -hmm. which is funny because you were a sorority girl. <laughs> My mom paid me. Yeah, no, I know. We know. You were bribed. You were bribed. Um, yeah, I was bribed to be in a sorority, yes. And I've always felt like that, too. And I just – I'm just not really, like, one of those girls with, like, a lot of girlfriends. I'll usually have, like, one or two girlfriends and then – but I can hang out with a group of guys easy peasy. Yeah, and also we, you and I always talk about I, – I love having girlfriends. I'm not one of those girls that, like, disses girls and mm -hmm. is, like, I only hang with the guys. But Kelsey and I are the kind of people that, like, have one friend out of each friend group. So we've never been, like, part of a group group mm -hmm. almost. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that. Well, mm -hmm. it's because you and I don't communicate like the typical woman. So the way women typically communicate is very polite and agreeable. So these are going to be conversations like, oh, my God, I love your bag. Where did you get it? Um, oh, my God, isn't that so fun? You know, just like those yeah. kind of very shallow, agreeable type of conversations where men are factual and not afraid of conflict. So this would be like giving the other person shit, like making fun of them like um calling them out um oh. and which is like yeah that's just which is what you and I do right like mm -hmm. I, I'm yeah. the first one to make fun of myself but I'm also gonna make fun of you too right so oh, for sure. and yeah. like I mean sometimes we get in trouble because people get their feelings hurt too right so I know that's my problem I'm just like so honest I don't know how to be <laughs> I don't know how to do the lying thing and like right. I'm never doing it to be mean <sighs> but like I just think I'm a better friend to be honest with you you right. know what I mean like if you know like the famous like does this make me look fat question? Like I'm going to be the friend that's like, I don't know if I, that's your best choice. Let's, let's try something else. Like, see, and I feel like that's a really nice way to say it. I feel like I agree. That's a super nice yeah, way it is all it. in how you say it. Yeah. I have had to learn that through the years that has come with like <laughs> practice and research and not out of being rude, just like not knowing the right way to say it. Right. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, um, I'm definitely one of those, like I, the, the way I look at it is like, I don't really have the energy to lie 
to you. Like I'm, I'm very tired. I have a lot going on. Like, and that's how I always feel about like cheating as well. Like I don't have the energy to have two relationships going on right now. Like who has the energy for that? And that's how I feel about lying. Like I really don't have the energy to lie to you or whatever. So I sometimes just like don't respond to people because I don't want to lie. But what I'm going to say, it like doesn't, it'll probably hurt their feelings and people actually get more mad about that. When they ask you a question and you just, you just don't respond to that. Yeah. (laughs) Drives my husband nuts. He's like, really? You're just not going to respond. I'm like, well, do you want me to? (laughs) I like the answer. Um, All right. Well, should we get into today's topic? Okay. So the founder of Supergoop is Holly Thagard. Thagard. Um, And she had a friend pass away from skin cancer, which created her interest in sun exposure and sun damage. From her research, she found that the number one reason people did not wear a daily SPF was because they didn't like the way it felt on their skin. So directly from the Supergoop website, they claim to be the experts in SPF. Our founder, Holly, literally dreams about SPF. Motivated by the simple yet powerful mission of stopping the epidemic of skin cancer, here are the six beliefs that drive us. So I'm going to read you their six beliefs. Number one, SPF is the number one thing you can do for your skin. 90% of signs of aging come from the sun. So just real fast, guys, there is a reason why I'm always on you about sunscreen. 90% of signs of aging come from the sun. Okay. Okay. Say it louder for the people in the back. (laughs) 90%. (laughs) That is so much. What's the other 10%? Um, Intrinsic. Yeah. No, it's intrinsic. It's like natural aging, cell death, those kind of things. So um, number two is SPF every single day. They have feel-good formulas you'll want to use. Number three, super-powered SPF. Tons of options to pick from that protect against blue light, pollution, and infrared. Oh, that's Um, huge. And when they say pollution, um, blue light, infrared, these again, these would be um, our free radicals that we talked about in our vitamin C episode. Um, Number four is no compromises. They have reef safe. They were the first reef safe um, oxybenzone free sunscreen. Um, when they came onto the market in 2007, they were the first oxybenzone free sunscreen and everyone told them they were crazy and it wouldn't work. Um, cause that was the most popular ingredient at the time, but Hawaii was starting to realize that it was really damaging their coral reefs. So that's huge. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, number five is to live bright and it's to live your best life outside. They still want you to be able to go outside and enjoy yourself. And finally, number six is changing the world ounce by ounce. Ounce by ounce is um, their mission to provide complimentary sunscreen to kindergarten classrooms in America, which I think is really cute. Um, That is cute. So there are so many different types of sunscreens from Supergoop. There is literally one for every preference, which was the company's goal. In addition to face and body sunscreen, Supergoop has lip balms. They have mineral powder for makeup in the makeup brush for reapplication. Eye cream. They have cream eyeshadows with SPF in them. They have SPF in sticks, sprays, body oils, literally everything. Um, if you want more explanation on sunscreen, you should go check out our Hot Girl Summer SPF episode. I go into a lot more about sunscreen in that one. Um, but we wanted to highlight some of the company's most popular uh, products and our most favorite products. So they're four most popular for the face. 
So the first one is the Unseen Sunscreen, which is the original totally invisible weightless scentless sunscreen with an SPF 40 that leaves a velvet finish. This is a chemical sunscreen um, and it has a similar texture to like a silicone primer. And I just came here to say that I think they gave a great description of the product. Silicone primer textures will not act well with your silicone-based foundations. They will just kind of slide all over each other. So if you're using this product, pair it with a makeup base that goes well. A powder is good. Their CC cream is good. A matte foundation probably steers away from silicone. So you're good on that as well. Mm, okay. Number two is their matte sunscreen, which is 100% mineral sunscreen that leaves the skin looking mattified and poreless. Um, I would recommend this for oily skin or sensitive skin. Um, the Mineral Sheer Sunscreen, which is a 100% mineral sunscreen, but this is going to be a sheer zinc oxide with a smooth finish for all skin types. And finally, number four is their Glow Screen, which is a chemical SPF makeup gripping primer that leaves a dewy glowy finish. Um, I would definitely say this is for a dry skin type. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I want to just highlight three of my favorite products from SP or from Supergoop. Um, the first one, which I had talked about a little bit in the vitamin C episode, is the daily dose vitamin C plus SPF 40. It's a two-in-one daily dose of high-potency vitamin C plus an SPF 40 serum that helps visibly brighten the skin and prevent the two main causes of dark spots, UV and blue light. Um, so I actually use this as a serum, um, and I typically put a mineral SPF over top of this. I like to use it as my vitamin C serum and just take that. It has the bonus of the SPF in it. Um, if you were an oilier skin type, though, you could definitely get away with using this as like a moisturizer. I'm just a little too dry for that. Um, the next one is, which I had posted a video of, is the Play Body Mousse SPF 50. Oh, this 50. looks so nice. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so since sunscreen innovation at its finest, a lightweight, whipped, antioxidant-rich mousse with SPF 50 protection. So when I saw they had this in a mousse, I was like, I want to try this. So I bought it, um, and it's awesome. It's It reminds me of, like, hair mousse that we used to use. It's super lightweight. It blended in really, really nice. I even put on a lot because I wanted to see if it would be hard to blend in and leave a white cast, and it didn't at all. So No, it was beautiful. Plus, it was really fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, the Poof Part Powder SPF for your hair um, and the part in your hair. So I have definitely had a sunburn in the part of my hair before and it is painful and awful and then it peels and it looks like you have dandruff um so I wish this had been around these days I definitely wear a hat um but you know there are times where you know maybe the part of your hair is showing so this is a broad spectrum SPF protection in a powder form that feels similar to a dry shampoo but has the added benefit of UV protection that's awesome. Yeah, the Supergoop website is amazing. I urge you to check it out. It's mm -hmm. so informative. They have so much good content, and it's easy to follow. Um, I got really caught up in the fact that they had a whole section for primers and beauty base layers. So you'll always kind of hear me downplay the ideas of primers, but in this case, they are spot on by promoting some of their products as your first base, which is essentially what a primer is, the skincare practices to give you as a proper base to start your makeup. So SPF is always a great place to start. And if your SPF has skin-loving ingredients like Supergoop, then 
that react well with your makeup, then you're in a great place. Um, I wanted to go over my super goop purchases in a specific order to show you how to get a full face uh, makeup, no makeup look with SPF. I shared these as a post on my Instagram so that you could actually see how the product was applying and you can make your own decision if you want to purchase or not. Um, you know, your girl loves putting together a good routine. So here we go. Five, six, seven, eight. All right. So let's start with the play as your base. It's SPF 50 water and sweat resistant for 80 minutes, super moisturizing, not greasy at all. In fact, the least greasy sunscreen I've ever used, but it really locks in the moisture on days that I'm dry. Uh, you can use this sunscreen for anything. It's kind of like your no frilled sunscreen, which makes it an awesome base. So next grab the glow screen um, and get your Gwyneth Paltrow on. Oh my God. She gave that terrible advice that she only uses sunscreen as a highlighter. And well, so do I sort of with this product because it's amazing. Um, I'm going to go into the details on it, but I have to say applying this product all over your face could make you look like a disco ball and not in a cute way. Mm -hmm. So I suggest this product as Gwyneth uses, put it as a, on a, bleh, put it on as a highlight. I love to put this product on the high points of my cheek and then on my decollete and chest and shoulders. Mm -hmm. Glowing there is such a nice way to make things appear youthful um, without putting makeup on. So here are some details from the website on this product, which is the glow screen once again. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an SPF 40 makeup gripping primer that leaves a dewy glowy finish with sun protection and major hydration. The sheer liquid texture gives your skin a healthy dose of pearlescence to add instant glowing protection with no visible glitter or glitz. Mm -hmm. It also has an added boost of hydration with a blend of hyaluronic acid and vitamin B5 that leaves skin naturally supple and dewy from the inside out. Doesn't that just sound like everything you want on your chest? A hundred percent. And I really, yeah. I'm glad that they're selling this as a makeup primer because it's true. This is for like, you're going to put something over top of it um, because it will, I mean, it will make you look like a disco ball if you put it all over your face. <laughs> It is quite lovely though, but yeah, I just want to give that warning if you're thinking it's going to kind of be your all over, you know, base for SPF, you should probably get this in addition to something else. <laughs> um, but yeah, now that your base is done, you're ready for CC cream. So here's the deal. This is not my favorite CC cream. I think it's effective. I think it's good. I would totally go out in public in it. I think it wears well, but it's just not my favorite. Um, but I do have a lot of nostalgic love with Supergoop. I worked in a salon back in 2010 and they brought Supergoop in and it was a brand new brand. Sephora was not even thought of at this point. Um, but they were the first brand ever to introduce an SPF CC cream. And at that time I had a lot of acne and it was the first product I was comfortable using every day. Um, so I will always hail Supergroup, and I think it's a good CC cream, but I always like to be 100% honest in my reviews. Um, what I do love is mixing this with my Misha BB cream, um, because Misha can sometimes have a little too much moisture in it. And when I mix it with this CC, it's perfection. And just a refresher, your BB cream is your beauty bomb that has higher coverage, but is more emollient. Your CC cream is color correcting. I also have to shout out their shade range. It's pretty nice. When I first purchased this product, you could only get in a light or medium, and now it goes into the darker skin tones as well, which is super important. I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people don't talk, preach that, but even if you have a darker skin tone, you have to use SPF. Right. A, a lot of um, girls at my school tell me like, you know, um, like black people don't wear sunscreen. And I'm like, I know, but, and you're going to be fine in your twenties and your thirties, but when you're going to see it is in your forties with your hyperpigmentation. And by that point, it's kind of too late. It's so much easier to prevent than correct. And that's why we it's preach so sunscreen. True. 
Yeah. Yeah. And um, so for this specific CC cream, um, it's SPF 50. It has a complete care cream. Oh, sorry. It is a complete care cream that instantly color corrects, evens the appearance of skin and pro provides broad spectrum protection. Mm -hmm. It's 100% mineral and formulated with only clean and skin nourishing ingredients. It's buildable enough to cover imperfections, yet lightweight enough to deliver instant luminosity. Yeah. And I wanted to touch on the fact that you said you were wearing this when you had a lot of acne and you felt comfortable and and zinc oxide, um, which is what's in mineral sunscreen, the ingredient zinc is actually really, really good for acne because it is a soothing ingredient. And acne is just inflammation. So um, I love mineral sunscreen, especially if you're sensitive or you're one of those people that say like, oh, sunscreen breaks me out. You need to be using zinc oxide or mineral sunscreen. That's what it's. Um... That was the information I needed to know, honestly, because <laughs> I, I have been trying to figure out what the main factor is in some of my SPFs that like do break me mm. out right away versus don't so right well if you, you notice thank you kelsey oh, that's what i'm here for <laughs> um but if you notice like baby sunscreens are all zinc oxide and like they're like why are, there's a reason for that because it's super gentle it sits on top of the skin and creates like a barrier um versus going into the skin and potentially causing irritation that also explains why this cc cream has a little bit more of like that whiter cast right to it yep you put it on Mm -hmm. I also thought this was cool about the product. Um, it's made without D4 and D5 cyclical silicones, um, PEGs, talc, phenogs, ooh, xiophanol, I mm -hmm. probably butchered that one, or any potential skin sensitizer. So that means that it will pair well with silicone-based primer. Yay. Yay. Um, okay. So let's see what we apply. They have a finishing blah, 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 blah. Let me restart that sentence. Okay. <laughs> so we've applied all that, and um, they all actually have a finishing spray that is SPF 40 called Defense Refresh. I love this product. They offer it in a one ounce, and it retails for $14. Um, it's the perfect size to throw in your purse or your beach bag or whatever you use on the go. The nozzle is a problem. Um, <laughs> even on the website, they explain that they reconstructed the nozzle. The newer one that I got hasn't given me any problems, but I just wanted it to be known. Mm. Yeah. So the next thing is lips. We already know how insane that lip skin is. You got to <laughs> You got to hydrate it. Um, it's so important to put SPF on your lips because they can get burnt. And I just want you to let you know that even if you feel that that like nasty taste from SPF gets in your mouth, it's totally real. It's totally a thing. I don't know anything to avoid it. Do you, Kelsey? Uh, I mean, I didn't. I'm, I don't think I'm offended by the taste of SPF in my mouth. I'm, that doesn't I, happen to you all the time? I mean, it probably does. I just don't think I'm offended by it. I'm sorry. Love SPF. I, I, I do. I love it. I'll drink it, bathe in it. I, I think I just get more excited when it's in my mouth, too. I'm like, yes, more protection. Well, I hope I transfer to that side <laughs> soon. <laughs> but anyway, they have this one in mint and acai mm -hmm. um, in their play lip balm. And it's SPF 30 and it has shea butter in it. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I wanted to comment the first product you mentioned, which is their play sunscreen. That was their original first sunscreen. She wanted to create a sunscreen for people that hate sunscreen. So everything you're saying about it's not greasy, it feels really lightweight, but it also locks in moisture. And it's so it's super nice. It feels like almost like a dry touch lotion is like the best yeah. way I can explain it. And it's not hard to rub in or all of those things that you hate about sunscreen. They have put... Um, 
I believe it's either safflower or sunflower oil. One of those really good oils in it that just helps right. it blend and smooth. And so you're getting these really good skin loving oils, but it's not going to feel greasy or heavy or anything like that. Oh, and I have the bottle right here. It's sunflower extract. Sunflower. Okay. Beautiful. And then the next thing I wanted to add is just this week, like after we had gotten this episode ready, they launched the glow screen, but for the body. Um, oh. And so it's in a big bottle. The tint is a little bit different um, and it looks like a little less um, pearlescent and maybe more of like a champagne is the best way I can kind of explain it. More of like a beigey color. Yeah. Right. So um, so I have a glowy SPF, which is by Copper Tone. And I it's like glow something. I don't know the name of it, but I post pictures of it. It's in a pink bottle. But that definitely has shimmer in it. So my plan is once I use that up or it expires, whichever one comes first, I'm totally going to get their glow screen for the body. Because I love the idea of like... You know, I like to wear sunscreen on my arms and legs every day in the summer here in Florida, just because if I'm out walking the dog or anything like that, I do want that protection. But, you know, I still want my skin to look nice. So I love that kind of like two for one, what you were saying about, you know, making your decollete look nice. Yeah. You know what I think I'm going to try? Um, mm. The Fenty body lava that I have mm-hmm. with the glow screen. Ooh. So there's SPF. I know. Like a light bulb went into my head Ooh. after you started talking about that. I was like, girl. You know, this is- being a beauty lover means you get to be a mad scientist sometimes. And it's one of my most favorite things. Same. That's all I really am. It's just yes. like a mad scientist in the kitchen. Truly. I love it. That's like when people are like, why do you like doing facials? I'm like, because I'm mixing up cocktails. I got all these bottles. I'm combining things. I'm try- I'm doing experiments all day long on your face. You're welcome. Yes, girl. And that's why it's so hard sometimes for us to give like recommendations right. because we're like, do you have five products you could mix potentially? Right. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you truly as an esthetician, it's really hard for me to give you recommendations sometimes because it's hard for me to do it without seeing your skin because you can describe it to me but I mean no offense but you're not a licensed professional so sometimes what you're describing to me is not actually what's actually going on it and it you know not your fault we're not shaming you we're not no one's mad at all you know no one's disappointed you're you're just wrong that's all (laughs) (laughs) there you go (laughs) um so tell me what made you happy this week um, yeah, I got some new plants, some new succulents. Mm. So I've been trying to um propagate mine. Is that the right word? Yeah, I've been propagating too. Yeah, well, what are you uh, I yeah. I did it because of you. And so I texted you, I'm like, how do I propagate? And you're like, just cut off leaves. And I was like, okay. So um I have I was repotting mine yesterday. So I have one, two, three, I have five succulents right now. And then I have a a um planter pot with a with soil and like leaves from each one of the plants that I'm attempting to propagate some of them look like they're working some of them don't look like they're working but you know I'm just gonna let them live their best lives I think it's just like even real life pregnancy you know some (laughs) of them work some of them don't so yikes okay keep trying bitch um (laughs) well what made me happy this week um even though the passing of dmx is super sad um i've really enjoyed revisiting that music um it reminds me so much of my middle school days where i was just so angry so much teenage angst i loved it 
Yes, I have been so nostalgic and it's been nice to revisit his music as well. And as an angsty teenager, I used to work out in my basement to DMX all the time. And like Mm -hmm. in my mind, I was like beating the bricks off some bitches (laughs) that were like doing me wrong at the time. And then like listening to him as an adult, I like really like understand that pain he's speaking about at like a different level. And um, but yeah, it made me happy to listen to. And I think I think it opens a really good discussion for mental health on all ends as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of my students told me that um he said when he was 14 he was handed a blunt that was laced with crack and that was his introduction to crack and um so this has probably been a battle his whole life that he's been struggling through and what I have forgotten um is do you remember he used to have heart attacks on stage I don't remember that actually yeah he used to have heart attacks on stage and I I remember hearing that and thinking oh that's weird and now you know as an adult you can be like okay that's drug use and you know that's and and stress and and trauma and and, yeah yeah I mean his whole life started with his mom taking him to like a nursery and saying she was going to the bathroom and then she never came back oh I didn't know that I know. And then um, VH1 did a show called like Couples Therapy and it had celebrities on it that were couples. And um, DMX was on it with his wife. And like all he did was just cry the whole time. Like he like I was just like I think I I was like older at that point. So I was like, I didn't know this dude was so sad you know what I mean like I just thought he was this like angry badass that was gonna like you hear it you You hear it now though and you you do yeah yeah Yeah. and as adults I think it's easy for us to kind of see like okay the reason he was so angry is because he was so hurt and so he channeled that into like anger to protect himself he's always telling us what was going on in his life and it just I don't know if people did try to help him along the way I'd like to think that they did but he definitely had an interesting life and an interesting legacy and he left behind a shit ton of kids (laughs) And uh, so much good music. I was looking at his albums. He was even on um, the um, a lot of the Fast and Furious albums. I mean, I think it just like, I don't know. That was just music of uh, if you're going to make a soundtrack of my life for my teenage years, though, there's definitely DMX on it. Oh, hell yeah. R.I.P. Hell yeah. All right. Well, let's finish with that then. How about that? Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Thank you.